0: to the Sick of Me podcast. This is episode three, and I'm Angie Elkins. I'm your host. And I'm Whitney Caps, and we're so glad that you're here with us for another episode. So this is our companion podcast. That's what we're calling it. That's it right. goes right along with the book that Whitney has written called Sick of Me. Now, if you've not picked up a copy of the book yet, no big deal. You can totally do that, but you can just keep listening because the things that we're talking about today, they go along with the book, but they're not necessarily in the book. That's exactly right. There are things that I wish we
1: could have talked about more but I didn't have the word count or really the mental energy to do it at the time. So I'm so glad to have this forum to get to really process all of this with all of you.
0: Yeah. You know how you read something really great and you wish you could just call your girlfriend and have an extra conversation? That's what we're doing. So we're just inviting you into our girlfriend chat today. Um, so last week, we ended our conversation around just kind of, you know, some of us are exhausted. Mm-hmm. Some of us are tired of doing, we're we're tired of the hustle. Yes. And probably as you were listening, you might have felt a little, ugh, gross feeling inside. Yes. Like, I'm not doing so great at this. So it's okay. Hang with us. That's exactly right.
1: Because although although we don't love the gross feeling, mm. let me just say this, um, because I'm an Enneagram three, and so I want to <laughs> be whatever people need me to be. Yeah. And um, I also have a wing four, so I can be a performer. Let me just say, I, I want people to like me, which I know I need lots of therapy <laughs> for, I'm sure, but... <laughs> There is a temptation for us to not say these hard things and try and put the rainbows and sunshine spin on it. But sometimes I think if we short-circuit sitting in the icky feeling, Mm. we miss the conviction that the Holy Spirit has purposed because we've encountered truth. So... I can't convict you. Angie can't convict you. It's not only is it we don't have permission to do that. We actually can't. That's not something that we can do. The Holy Spirit does that. And what we want to say to you is if you feel icky, first of all, we feel icky too. (laughs) Like even just talking through this stuff, I feel kind of that prick of conviction Mm -hmm. in my heart. And so um, if maybe this is the Pollyanna way to look at it, but that's so good, right, that we're feeling that discomfort, that we're feeling kind of the ickiness. And I would encourage you not to resist it or run from it. And we would say, "No, this is selfish. Don't click out of the podcast. <laughs> but maybe feel that conviction and ask the Lord what mm. He's trying to say.
0: So you're saying there's a purpose in the gross feeling that I have.
1: I think so. <laughs> Man, I hope so. And like I said, maybe that's me just trying to be kind of... Um, positive and Pollyanna about it. But I think truly when we encounter God's word, we should walk away feeling a little unsettled. Mm. Um, I think sometimes we can rush the process, close the book, and I don't know if you've ever, but just thought, well, that was so good. Mm. Oh, that was so good. Mm. Is that true? Yes, 100%. Mm. But when we encounter truth and hold that mirror up to us, I think we should sit with it long enough to see the blemishes and imperfections Mm. that it points out, and not cover them up, not turn away and forget what we've just heard, but really sit with that ickiness, that gross feeling. Yeah,
0: and I mean, I think we've all felt it, Mm -hmm. and we've. I I think even in our culture, we are told ignore it, get away from it,
1: yeah, Um, feel good
0: about yourself, don't feel bad. That's right. Yeah.
1: Don't you walk in that shame? Listen, you need to believe who you are in Christ. And again, it's a message that we even hear sometimes in the church. Mm -hmm. Please let me say, if you've ever heard this, no one is telling you something that's untrue. And never has it been malicious to, to lie or mislead you. But sometimes we can lean so far into the good feeling, our good identity and who we are in Christ, that we ignore what bit of my flesh is still left. Yeah, And so part of what I hope being sick of me does is lets that stuff kind of bubble to the surface. Mm. And we see the sick of me that, um, what would you say, the debris Mm. that's
0: left over,
1: the Mm. residue of flesh, Mm. and at least acknowledge it and now ask the Holy Spirit what He wants to do. Okay, that that.
0: was my next question. So once we acknowledge it, Mm. once we see it there and we know I've got this debris floating On the surface, man, that's a great image because I'm picturing like a dirty swamp. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly right. That's exactly right. That feels about right. I'm picturing the debris floating in my life, and I know I got to get rid of it. So what do yeah. I do? Well, here's the thing. I, listen,
1: I think I often feel the awareness of that debris or that junk. Mm. I feel it when my pastor preaches a powerful sermon. I feel it when I'm listening to a worship song, and there is a line or a lyric yes. that just—I mean—it guts me. I think the feeling is not unusual. Let me just say, I think the way I have traditionally dealt with the feeling has not been helpful Mm -hmm. in moving me towards holiness. So here's what I mean by that. Generic confession leads to generic obedience. Mm. And so what happens is I will go home and I'll say, God, I'm so sorry that I failed you today. I'm sorry Mm. that I didn't live up to the call of my life and the potential that the Holy Spirit has given me. And I continue to fall into these traps. And so I want you to forgive me. Mm. So what happens tomorrow? I wake up and I think, I want to be a better Christ follower. And I just, I want to look more like Jesus. That's a good and holy pursuit, Mm. But do you hear how that's different than if I had said, God, I realize that today, let me just, I'll, let me give you a, for instance, maybe yeah. that's more helpful. So here's a little peek into my life. I know that the Lord is calling me to pursue some healthier habits mm-hmm. and it's not about looking better. It's not yeah. about my jeans fitting better. Although let me be clear, mm-hmm. I'm struggling to button <laughs> and zip them and the practical side of me does not want to buy new ones. And I've now reached that point in my closet where I'm at the top of the jean <laughs> sizing. I have a lot that are smaller that I'm hanging on to in hopes that I get there, oh am at the top of that mm-hmm. gene um, sure. inventory. So anyway, but it's not about that because I've realized that I, in the evenings, I sit and I watch TV because I want to recover mm. and I just want some time for me. And it's been a long day and the world says, mm-hmm. you take care of you. you yeah. It's okay. You need to take care of yourself first. You can't take care of anybody else. Okay. Biblically, that's true. We should take care of ourselves. But we should take care of ourselves so that we are nourishing our soul, Mm. so that we are taking care of this body that the Lord has given us. And instead, I'm taking care of me by watching a little TV and eating some chips and queso. So, what I've said to the Lord is Lord, I'm sorry that at the end of a really long day, when I've poured myself out and I've done a million things, that I want to sit down and just sort of recover and relax. Mm. and I want to recharge, but I want to do it with TV Mm -hmm. and food when I've not fed my soul Mm. all day. So let me just say, nothing wrong with TV and food, nothing wrong. But I can tell you, I have not fed my soul. So God, tomorrow when I am tempted to sit down and recharge with an idol, would you make me mindful that I haven't been in your word? Okay. Mm. So do you see how that's different than, I'm sorry, Lord, that I failed you today, and I didn't live up to what you called? It's really specific. So I think specific confession leads to specific obedience, mm. and general confession leads to general obedience, mm-hmm. and we don't move the needle. Mm. And I, again, when I say things like that, don't think that I think we're solely responsible. We don't do our part right. in pursuing holiness. Right. So um, one of the things that I think is beneficial is for us to just name that ickiness. Mm-hmm. Name the debris yeah, and acknowledge it so that the Holy Spirit can tell us what He wants us to do with it. And that's the part of the process that I've been missing.
0: Yeah. So let me tell you something that's coming to mind for me. When I have a friend that maybe has a moment of confession with me about, I don't know, something she's struggling with in her life, my tendency as a friend is to say, it's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Look, everybody does that. There's grace for that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And so it's like we are kind of confusing this conviction With condemnation, we don't want to condemn anyone. So, like, what would you say? What is the difference there in conviction and condemnation?
1: And let me just say, right, we all do that. And it's it's one of the gifts of being in community, and we'll unpack that a little bit more. But I do think we need to acknowledge that there is a difference between conviction and condemnation, and. Condemnation is a dangerous place for us to live because the devil always meets condemnation with hustle. Mm. If you do more, if you try harder, if you show up and you bootstrap this thing. I mean you just and let me just say, as women, like I can I can bootstrap some stuff. Mm. I can soldier on, I can be the good girl and do it until I can't anymore. Mm. Condemnation and conviction start out in the same place where we're unhappy and we're frustrated and we feel badly. Mm condemnation, the devil begins to whisper, if you tried harder and do more, if mm. you just buck up, you mm. can get there. Yeah. Whereas conviction says, yeah, you missed the mark. Now I want you to come to the cross and I want you to surrender. I want you to trust me to do in you what you cannot do by yourself. Mm. And that pursuit of holiness is different than hustle because I can hustle for a good little while. Yeah, I can, I can do my part for a while mm-hmm. and then eventually I'm going to run out of gas. Yeah. And then I'm going to get frustrated. And then I'm going to get mad. And I don't know if you've ever been there. I'm like, why do I even bother? I can't do it. I've been trying this same thing over totally. and over again. I don't even want to confess it anymore. Have you ever been embarrassed to confess the same thing over and over again to <laughs> Lord? I'm like, I don't even want to say it because I've said it for the last however long. And so it's just a vicious cycle where mm. eventually we kind of give up and think, I'll just always be this way. Well, that's not true. That's condemnation. I'm mm. stuck means that I'm condemned and there's no hope. Mm. Conviction says because of Jesus not only do I get to start again, but because of the Holy Spirit, I'm equipped and empowered mm. to actually trust Him to make this change.
0: Yeah, that's good. So would you say if, if women are feeling that try harder, try harder, that's a sign that you're suffering from condemnation yes. and not conviction. Yes.
1: Well, and it's also a sign that in condemnation we've made ourselves bigger than the cross. Mm. That I can do, I can do more than I can surrender and let Jesus do through me. And it is a subtle shift. Mm. Man, it's a subtle shift because we have heard the Lord helps those who help themselves. We have to do our part. That is true, but not until he's done his part in us. Mm. We Mm. work out what he's worked in us. And so I think that's the real difference between conviction and condemnation and why I would encourage all of us if we start to feel that icky feeling not to run from it and not to try and fix it. But to sit with it, pray through it, go to God's Word, and try and let Him do change inside of us, that then we'll see evidenced in faith and obedience.
0: What do you think, Whitney, about confession to one another? I know we're going to talk more about Mm -hmm. community in Mm -hmm. the next episode. I'm super excited about that. But just in relation to confession in Mm -hmm. general, why is that good for our souls to not just confess to the Lord? But right. to confess to others, to
1: confess to others. Well, one, if 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 the if what we're being convicted of affects somebody else, yeah. I think it's so good to confess so good. and ask yeah. forgiveness. One, because it just positions our heart and brokenness to say, "I own my responsibility mm. in this." And so, I think that's valuable. Let me just say, that's been one of the biggest challenges to me as a mom is to say to my kids regularly, mm. "Hey, that response." you may have been wrong, but my response wasn't Christ-like. And I'm really sorry about that Mm -hmm. because I want them to see that I am responsible for saying when I have failed and missed the mark. Mm -hmm. And I think when we confess quickly and when we confess out loud, even saying it out loud, it primes our heart to feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit faster Mm -hmm. the next time. So I think that's really important. But also confession says to... One person or two people, I see this in myself, and now I want to invite you Mm -hmm. to help me see it as well. One, because if we've lived in condemnation a long time, unless we say it out loud and ask for help, we can slip back into condemnation really quickly. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we need people to speak that truth over us Mm -hmm. so that we don't slip into condemnation. But just like you said, um, we also want somebody who we trust. Yeah and who's spiritually mature enough to speak truth back to us. Yeah. And so they have to know us well enough to know, hey, are you slipping into condemnation? Let me give you grace for mm-hmm. that so that you'll try again. Or maybe we want them to say the hard truth, which is Jesus wants more mm-hmm. of you than you're giving him.
0: Yeah, that is a hard truth. That's a hard truth, and but I need to hear it. Yeah, I need to hear it absolutely. We need to say these things to each other. Mm-hmm. So this can feel kind of isolating, this sure. this entire concept of confession and conviction. Um, it's, it's not, we're not alone in it. No, God is with us. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the story of the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. He is with us in it. We are going to turn and talk about community in the next episode, because I think it's... Something we need, we are meant to live in community. Absolutely. And we're going to talk about how do we find those kind of people who we trust. And that we can keep around us to keep us moving toward the goal of being more like Christ.
1: That's exactly right. And so, if you're listening to this kind of in isolation, because podcasts can do that, just know if you feel like you don't have those people, we're going to give you some practical tips on ways that you can look for that tribe and that community that are going to come alongside you, help, and encourage. Um, But of course, we want to help and encourage you too. So, we hope you find that encouragement here as you hang out with us each week.
0: Okay, guys, see you next week. Thank you for joining Whitney and I today. Please remember to check out all the links in the show notes where you'll find places to purchase Whitney's book, Sick of Me, as well as the accompanying Bible study called We Over Me. Remember to follow Whitney and me on social media. We would love to connect with you on Facebook and Instagram. You can find links in the show notes as to where to find us. Now, as you listen to this episode, I bet you thought of a friend or two who might like to hear this message. Would you text this episode link to that friend right now? This is the best way to get a great conversation started. Thank you again for listening. As you head into the rest of your day, we pray you will be inspired to pursue not just honesty in your relationships, but holiness. That's where actual change happens and when we become more like Jesus.